Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're ready to create a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, Master Coach Instructor, Molly Claire. All right, coaches. Well, I have an amazing episode for you today. I'm so excited to introduce my guest today, Melanie Fay. Say hi, Melanie. Hi, Molly. <laughs> I'm so glad to share Melanie with you all today. Melanie does tapping. She's an expert in it. I'll have her tell you more about what she does. But I found Melanie and started working with her because as I was doing cognitive work, I noticed some pretty big emotional blocks for me. And I was going through, uh, I would say, a lot of big changes and challenges in my life. And I was really building in the support system that I needed. And Melanie has been a godsend. And I use Melanie for <laughs> to help me all the time. So she's a regular on my schedule. So I wanted to bring Melanie to you and share with you a little bit about the work that she does and how it also uh, relates to what you do as a coach. So let's go for it. Thank all you, right. Molly. I just wanted to start by saying I'm so honored to be here. And really, really grateful to be speaking to your audience specifically. You know, us, us, as coaches, right? I'm a tapping coach, and I know there's a lot of coaches listening, and everyone listening I know is interested in personal development. And the edge of personal development can so quickly become a judgmental space for ourselves. Mm, yes. And so I'm really passionate about sharing this tool to anyone who's struggling with feeling like what they're doing is good enough or any sort of self-blame. Because if there is one thing that I would love every listener to take from this call, even before we have the call, is that whatever you're experiencing really deserves compassion. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. A million times. I know this is something that that I work with my clients with, and yet I've really needed and appreciated your help with this, Melanie, for me, because we're usually our toughest critics. And by the way, it comes in in such sneaky ways, yeah. right? Like sometimes the ways we're not really having compassion for ourselves even seem like positive or useful. And yeah. so I love that you offer that because truly that, that self-compassion and that warm space, that space we create for ourselves is really the, the foundation of, of any changes we want to make in our life. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So Melanie is amazing. And Melanie, tell us about what you do. Okay. So I do this thing called tapping where basically what it is, is you tap on a few acupressure points on your face and on your, on your body as you think of something that is uncomfortable. So this uncomfortable thing could be as simple as, you know, the feeling of anxiety in your chest. It could be thinking about, you know, working with clients for the first time. It could be thinking about getting on sales calls, or it can be thinking about something that happened in your past. To our bodies, the past, present, and future are all the same thing, right? So wherever we're thinking chronologically, wherever you're starting to feel stress around a thought you can bring in tapping to start releasing whatever it is that is creating that stress. 
So tapping, we focus on something that's uncomfortable. We tap on these acupressure points. And what that does is it sends this calming signal to the amygdala, which is the part of your brain, which is in charge of the fight or flight response. And when the amygdala is getting this um, signal that says, whatever you're thinking about is okay, right? It's telling the amygdala to calm down. Whatever you're thinking about is okay. It starts to condition the brain to realize that that fear that you're anticipating is actually not happening right now. And then the second part about this, which we actually don't understand all the ways this part works yet, but the amygdala is right next to the hippocampus, which stores memory, um, uh, traumatic memory, whether it be big T -T traumas or little T traumas, like um, something, a car crash or or hurt feelings. Mm -hmm. It it stores the sensations of, of the of the experience in that part of the memory. And so when we're working with the amygdala in this way and tapping on the acupressure points, we're actually, you, what you'll notice sometimes is that memories start to come back. And what that is, is that's showing us what the mind is bringing up in ourselves that that's justifying the fear response. So I'd like to give an example about that. So, so this is a, a simple one, but say you're afraid of public speaking, um, maybe even speaking at, you know, your Thanksgiving table, you know, every time you get nervous or you think people are going to think you're, you're stupid or whatever, when you're, t- and you're tapping and you're focusing on, on speaking at Thanksgiving dinner, suddenly you notice that how you feel is small. You feel like you just want to run away. And then And then suddenly a memory comes up where you're in third grade and your teacher called on you and you didn't know the answer. Mm -hmm. What your brain is doing is it's associating that experience of being in third grade to a risk that could happen now. Mm. And it's flooding your body with the fight or flight response saying, danger, danger. The thing you're about to do leads to pain, which often for us, gratefully, is emotional pain rather than physical pain. Sometimes it's physical pain as well, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. even emotional pain to the body, it's saying, don't go there. That's a hot stove moment. That's going to hurt. So then suddenly we can't do the Thanksgiving speech that we want to do and tell everyone how grateful we are. Mm. That's just a small example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that's why a lot of times our emotions don't make sense to us, right? Or the degree to which we feel an emotion in a, in a certain situation. And I know with some of the work that I've done with you, Melanie, it's like, um, what's so amazing always is when we do tapping on something and then I have a situation come up where it would normally trigger that emotion for me. And it doesn't feel like that big of a deal. And so it just feels like this magic wand. (laughs) Right. Right. And, and in this way, you know, in this way, it, does feel like this magic wand because when it's happening, we are working with the part of the, like I said, the amygdala, which is in the limbic system, which is a part of the brain that is a very different, it's in the midbrain, very different part of the brain than the prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. So when we're, when we're thinking about these things and tapping on the points and processing what is in there, it really is under the surface. It really is working with the body. It's not always conscious. the 
the the changes that are making or why why it's even happening. Yes, yes. And as you're talking, I was thinking about um because I've brought Melanie into my small group and you tap with my coaches, which is amazing, right? Because I do um the coaching that I do with them and yeah. then sometimes we'll work through something and I'm like, okay, take this to your session with Melanie because it's just it's a different process. It's very complimentary, I think. Right. And let's talk for a second about why that is. I'm yeah, really yeah. passionate about this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell a little bit about my story here coming into tapping. So I'm 36, right? So for my whole adult life, I've been very, very, and when I was a teenager, but very, very interested in anything sort of personal development because I've always been a person with really big dreams. Mm -hmm. And so once, like we all know, once you have the dream, right, then you have this road and suddenly you see the roadblocks. Mm, right. Yeah. And so then yes. it's like, yes, personal development, support, all the things. Yeah. So I was really invested in so much and I learned so much about myself and so much through all of it. And then when I was about 27, I had an incredibly difficult situation in my life. I won't go into the details because it involves other people, but basically someone that I was very, very, very close to was in sort of grave danger. Mm-hmm. And so I was using all my tools, everything I knew to be there for them, mm-hmm. right? To just show up for them and just be as solid as I could for them. And then they got through it and they got, they got better. And then two months, three months, six months, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't get better. Mm-hmm. I was still stressed. I was still worried. I was still all these things. And the tools I was using weren't helping me, mm-hmm. right? They yes. weren't helping me. I was, I was doing affirmations. I was reframing the situation. I was, it was inappropriate. What was happening wasn't going on anymore. And my body had no idea. My mm-hmm. body thought it was happening. Mm-hmm. So I'd known about this thing called tapping for about two years. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, I'll, because I'll, I listen to podcasts. I'll, all right, I'll try it. Right. Yeah. So I sat down and I tried it. And that night I slept better than I had slept in like six months. And wow. I woke up the next morning with like a, just sort of a clarity inside. And I was like, okay, all right, this is different for me. Mm-hmm. This is what I need right now. Mm-hmm. And then I just cultivated a practice um, and then got really excited, became a coach. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm bringing that up now is because what I needed because of what I had been through, I couldn't do with my prefrontal cortex. That's not to say that affirmations and meditation wouldn't have gotten me there eventually, but it didn't get me there fast enough for what I wanted, Mm -hmm. which was to know that I was safe again now. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, once I got into the tapping process, I found out why that, I mean, that situation was terrible, mm-hmm. but I found out why it was even more terrible for me because it was real. The, the feelings in that situation were mirrored in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's like what you were talking about, Molly, where like, any situation can be infiltrated and experienced in a more emotional extremes when it's the brain is reminded of something from the past. Yes. Yes. And when that happens, I'm going to do a little demonstration here. When that happens, you know, this term flip your lid, 
right? Mm-hmm. She flipped her lid and she was mm-hmm. all emotional or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually a literal thing. When we are emotionally flooded, the, mm-hmm. our prefrontal cortex goes offline mm-hmm. and our amygdala is in control. Mm-hmm. So that's why for coaches and coaching, we can do so much by thinking of things mm-hmm. differently and approaching things differently. But anything where we start to notice, no matter what I do, I still have the same emotional sensation. I'm too scared. I can't get clear about this thing. Often, it's because it's rem- it's reminding us something of a. Our body is saying, when you think about that thing, this dangerous thing happened in the past. We're flooding you with this hormone, you know, these stress hormones, and you're not able to use the brain anymore. So, it, so it's that's why it's such a complementary tool because. Sometimes we don't have that part of our brain. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, so many. I have so many things to say. (laughs) I feel like we could talk for a long time. I know we could. Um, But this is why, right? This is why it complements it so well because I have you in my group. I'm planning to have you in my community that I'm opening up this summer. And I have a client as well that I'm working with, right? With me and with you because they go hand in hand. And one of the things that, I remember when Melanie and I first started working together is, I know you coaches listening, you know how it is. It's like, well, I need to just do better with my thoughts and like better with my emotions. And I know how to do this and I should be better at managing me internally. And we think a lot about a lot of it as work, right? We use that word, like this is my work to do, do your emotional work, do your thought work. And I I will say too, I know I've fallen into this a lot and I hear this a lot from my clients who tend to be very cognitive. It's like, there's this sense of wanting to figure it all out. And I remember being with you, Melanie, and you just saying to me, you don't have to figure any of this out. You just get to be here and I'm going to do the work for you. And I just remember for me that feeling like such a relief because especially when you have something there in your body, in your memories that, that really needs this releasing, we can just get in this spin of trying to fix it and trying to figure it out and trying to make it better. And so to have that relief of like, you know what, there's nothing to figure out. I can just trust that this is going to help me with this was just like really a powerful moment for me. Yeah. I'm so great. Yeah. Yeah. T- tapping, tapping is really a process. I like to think of it because it is <laughs> a process of allowing, right? Where, yes. where, where cognitive work is, a, it is a, it's creative. It's, yes. but there's a, there's an efforting aspect to it. That's natural to thoughts and effort. But with, when we're tapping, it's really about relaxing and yeah. Honest about what we're experiencing. So it's also a process of being present to what is. And when we're present to what is, it's so much easier to move forward. Mm, Yes, yes. That allowing. And this is why this is so good for me. I know, Melanie, sometimes when we're working, you're like, oh, here she goes. She's my doer. She's my figure it out person. (laughs) Because that's like, so much how I operate and this like allowing has been so, so positive for me and I'm sure for all of your clients. So yeah. Thanks, Molly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's what you do. And then I was Mm going to ask why you do it. I know you already shared some of your story, but anything to add on to that as to why you really love this work? Yes. Okay. So much, (laughs) right? So much. And this is just, okay, you guys, this is like just from the heart straight to this podcast world forever. Ever since I was a little kid, I really, really, really believe that there is nothing wrong with us Mm. at all. I really believe Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And within that is I really, really believe that who we are is very important. Mm. So for me, tapping has been one of the most powerful tools to allow myself and everyone I work with and everyone that does tapping, there's many forms that do this, that allows us all to be who we are. Mm-hmm. And part of who we are is our dreams, right? Our, I think our dreams are manifestations, first, first visions, right? And then manifestations of, of the actualization of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm not religious in any form, Matt, but I'm very spiritual. I'm just going right to it. And for me, doing that and allowing that and creating containers for that is the most holy action I could ever do. Mm. So beautiful. I love it. I feel like it really is like sacred work. Yeah. It's like working with human souls and showing them their greatness, their worth, their, yeah, their their individuality. It's just. I 100% agree, Molly. It's sacred work because who we are is sacred. Yes. Yes. And I think that's true. (laughs) I do too. I do too. So we want to allow it. Yes. Yes. Any way we can. I, I feel like, because I know, and I've said this before on my podcast too, like when as coaches in, in whatever capacity we work, right? For you, it's tapping. Yeah. For me, as I'm working with clients with their emotions and hearing their thoughts and that vulnerability, it's like, it feels like a very sacred space where you're allowing this person to just be and to be listened to and cared about. And it's just, uh, it's really personal and important work. And so, and I guess I hope all of you listening, whatever, you know, whatever type of coaching you do, whatever role you play in your client's life, don't ever forget the importance of that work. Yeah. Because it can be really easy to get caught up in like fears about our business. Are we doing enough? Is it good enough? But really showing up and being with your client and helping them to know themselves is sacred work. It's important. Yeah. 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 So good. Okay. So, um, Melanie, the other, well, the other thing I was going to ask you is kind of the difference between, you know, the cognitive work in this, which I think you've answered and as well as how it complements it, like for my coaches listening because some of them may be thinking, oh no, do I do enough with the cognitive work? I know my answer to that. I think they do. I think they serve a great purpose. But what would you say to that? 
I would say absolutely. So do I do enough work? The answer is absolutely, right? Absolutely. I have a lot of clients who are therapists, Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they say, they say, this is making, you know, I'm kind of doubting what I'm doing or sometimes, you know, sometimes things like Mm -hmm. that because they're having different shifts than they anticipated. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is how I think about this, which is every coach, we'll just say coach, Mm -hmm. every coach and every client is like a lock and a key. Mm -hmm. And what matters is the matching up. Right. Everyone needs different things at different times. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Different approaches at different times, different sentences at different times Mm -hmm. and different people at different times. And so, so, so to each coach, I like, I really, really, really believe that whoever is in front of you is there because you actually have what they need in that moment. Yes. I believe that to be true. That's something I've talked about a little bit in relation to when I first started coaching. And I remember, you know, having thoughts like, oh, so-and-so would be better for this person. And I had that same sort of belief open up to me. Like if someone is there with me, they are supposed to be there. I am the perfect coach for them. And I believe that to be true. And I love what you were saying, because I was even thinking about when I work with my clients And I can tell and feel when it's time for them to go somewhere else. Like their work with me is complete. Um, And I actually think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think it it allows us to really be powerful in our space of what we offer. Yeah. And not have to question it or doubt it. Exactly. I agree. hundred percent agree. Yeah, totally. Because in this way, we're going to be totally honest and for me totally honest in this way the modality is 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 an approach but but the connection is actually the healing yes 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 so interesting because that's something i um i talk so much with about my coaches like the relationship you have with your client is the foundation there are a lot of different modalities yeah right? But that relationship and that connection has to be there. And I actually had, I mean, you know, this Melanie, I was working with a hypnotherapist. I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a try. I did not trust this hypnotherapist. There was something that it didn't feel like a healing relationship connection to me. And I kind of questioned myself about it a little bit. And then I was like, no, you know what? Like, this doesn't work for me. And I started working with someone else and it, and it was that, you know, immediate, that connection there, which, which really allows space for whatever modality to work for the healing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to know just some of the most powerful shifts that you see as you work with people. Sure. Okay. Some of the really gratifying shifts are with, like from this last week as when someone has been struggling with moving towards a certain goal for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then in the tapping, what we do is we find out what, what is holding them back from going towards that kind of avoiding talking specifics. Cause I don't want to call anyone out. I know. Right. But, I know. That's why it can be a tricky question. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Let me, let me see if I can think even farther back, just in case someone happens to find themselves yeah. here. Um, and I guess I'm even wondering, 
kind of like at a higher level in general, because I know for me, one of the, I mean, well, the biggest, the greatest shift, right, is the the relationship that I have with myself, even like, not even the relationship, I wouldn't say it's for me, it's been that self-connection where I know me better. And I give that space and permission for me to be me. And so I know for me, like, that's the thing, right? And that's everything for me because it's the foundation for everything. Right. And I'll just, I'll just, and then from that, right, yeah. comes the, the clear nose, right? Yes. Yes. And the space and the, and the things like, things like that. So, so I can think I can safely say some of the things, you know, from yeah. this week or, you know, someone was very, really struggling to, to do videos, right. To do videos and, um, having a, a very powerful critical voice inside, um, as they were happening, we did some tapping around it and we, and just a little, little bit of discovery work. And then since then this week, uh, they've been able to record video without any one, one cut, mm-hmm. where, which were usually there would have been 20. Mm-hmm. Um, another person. Wow. Yeah. Another, this, this actually is a really exciting one. Another person from the last, um, little bit of time never felt safe enough to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I got a, a text last week that she found herself on vacation and wasn't nervous. Wow. And so she wanted to go for years, right? Yeah. Um, and that that's a lot of what will happen too, is that you'll you'll look back and be like, wow, I really should have been upset right now, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it just kind of clears away. I could spend some time and keep thinking about more yes, if you want yes. me to. Yeah. 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 It's so good. It's it's just such a, a gentle ease, like a gentle process. It's an ease. And well, a lot of emotions come up too. I know. I think the first time I met with Melanie, I was just like, I don't know, it, the floodgates open and I just started crying. And I've I've referred enough people to you to know that <laughs> that's not uncommon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll share for myself because yeah, there's like some, I mean, there's tons for me, right? Mm-hmm. But but this is, this is one that I really like to share because I think a lot of people, maybe women can relate. I really used to think I was ugly. Mm. I really did. I Mm. thought I was plain looking. I thought I was, you know, I really thought I was ugly Mm. and being on video or something like this, I would have just like, Mm. like, uh, been, had a lot of shame going on in my body and that's completely changed. It's not, it's not, and, and not in any sort of arrogant way. I, I just, it's like, I like myself. Like, I like the way I look now. Yeah. It's not a comparison. It's not an anything. It's just, it's an, it's a, a real inside authentic feeling of I'm enough. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So amazing. And then, yeah. and it's like that for you is so powerful. And then for everyone else, right? Because you're able to be here and show up. And it's just like, I don't know, there's so much power when we have that inside that we can be so much more in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Well, I, I, I know that we had talked about you doing a tapping exercise. So I'd love to do that unless there's anything else you wanted to make sure to touch on or share before we do. 
I just, I want to make sure that anyone out there listening knows there's places you can learn about tapping. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a website called the tapping solution. Mm -hmm. There's a website called EFT universe. Mm -hmm. EFT universe is a massive website. Mm -hmm. So between those two, you'll, you'll start to get a sense of tapping. If you want to learn more about it, Mm -hmm. there's also an app called the tapping solution app that um, has a lot of guided tapping. So I'm going to take us through a guided tapping Mm -hmm. now, just a stress relief one. If it's Mm -hmm. something that is of interest to you, those are some ways that uh, Mm -hmm. you could access and learn more about about tapping. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. Okay. So all that said, I wanted to make sure that we had an experience because like me, right. I learned about this for two, I heard about it for two years and I never, ever tried. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's nothing more convincing than an actual experience. So if you're listening right now and you're able to, you know, if you're in the car, maybe listen to do this later, but we're just going to go ahead and take a big inhale and exhale. Like I said, this tapping is all about being present to what's going on for us. So let's go ahead and take another inhale and exhale. Okay, go ahead and lay your hand on your heart and either leaving your eyes open or closed, whatever is more comfortable to you. I just want you to turn your attention towards yourself. I just want you to check in with how stressed are you right now? How nervous are you? How much tension are you holding? You might notice that your attention is going to a specific part of your body. You might notice that your thoughts are spinning. Whatever you're noticing is perfect and it's nothing to change, just noticing it. And now I want you to go ahead and give that, that sensation, that tension, that stress, a number from zero to 10. If 10 was as stressed as you could be or as tense you could be and zero was completely relaxed, Where are you on the scale now? Knowing that we're always on a different part of the scale in any moment. But right now, where are you? We're going to go ahead and give it that rating. This will help us track our process. So zero, totally relaxed. Ten, completely stressed. And whatever your number is, if you could go ahead and write it down. Sometimes we forget. Go ahead and write it down. And if you noticed it was... Specifically, in a certain part of your body, you can write down that as well. But if not, don't worry about it. Okay. And now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lead us through a tapping meditation. Um, And I'm going to tap on the points. And hmm, it's a podcast. Hmm. (laughs) I'm going to tell you where the points are. And then I'm going to tap through them and say where I'm tapping. Okay. So the first point is on the side of the hand, right under the pinky. Okay. So the side of the hand under the pinky, like where you would hit with a karate chop. If you were 
karate chopping down. Just hitting the side of your hand with three or four fingers of the other hand and just tapping. Also, someone could always pause this and you can just Google like the images for the tapping points. Yes. Like as you're going through them, right? But if someone's listening and they're like, "Mm, I'm not sure, go ahead and pause it and you can find that too. Yeah. Great idea, Molly. Yeah. That graphic will come up super easily. And then the next point is where the eyebrow hits the bridge of the nose. So, you know, the eyebrow that's closer, that where your eyebrow is is closer to the center of your forehead. The eyebrow hits the bridge of the nose. The next point is on the side of the eye, right on the bone, the side of the eye. The next point is under the eye, again on the bone. You can kind of feel that eye socket right there, tapping on the bone under your eye. The next point is under the nose and above the lip. Just tapping in between under the nose and above the lip. Then the next one is under the lip and above the chin, you know, where that crease is under your lip, just tapping there. Next one's the collarbone. Just tap right underneath your collarbone. The next one's under the arm. If, if, if you're wearing one right where your bra strap would hit, it's perfect. And then the next one is just on the top of the head, the crown, the kind of back of the head there. Perfect. Okay. Now we're going to take a big inhale and exhale. (sighs) Okay. So either pulling up that graphic, just um, Googling the tapping points and following along, or I'm going to just narrate it. I'm going to tell us where to tap. And if you can just repeat after me with whatever it is I'm saying. Okay. So tapping on the side of the hand under the pinky finger. We're just going to repeat after me. Even though I'm feeling this tension. Right here and right now, it's okay to relax. Even though I feel this stress, right here and right now, it's okay to relax. Even though I feel this tension, right here and right now, I'm okay. Going up to the eyebrow point where the eyebrow hits the bridge of the nose. We're just going to say this stress, side of the eye. Just focus on that stress in your body that we found in the beginning. This stress under the eye. This tension. under the nose. What if it's okay to let it go? Under the mouth. What if it's okay to let it go by 5%? Yeah. 
just tapping under the collarbone point. Allowing myself to relax. Tapping under the arm. What if it's okay to relax? Top of the head. I'm not sure it's okay to relax. Where the eyebrow hits the bridge of the nose. I'm going to let myself relax. Side of the eye. Allowing myself to relax. Under the eye. Allowing my body to relax. Under the nose. Relaxing now. Under the mouth. Allowing my body to relax now. Relaxing even deeper than I feel is possible. Breathing and relaxing. Yeah. Top of the head. Relaxing now. Okay. Take a big inhale. And an exhale. And again, hand on your heart. Let your attention turn inwards. And just notice what you feel in your body now. Notice that stress, attention, and just give it a number. Just where, what would you call it now? See how it shifted. So I can say for myself, I was at a six because it's a podcast. I think I was a little nervous. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at like a zero on the inside with a little outside of a one. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so that was my journey. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know I had, I felt pretty relaxed to start with. Um, so I was at a three, but I'm definitely at a zero now. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, so I just want to speak if, if anyone found their number actually going up. Okay. Yeah. That can just mean that we're actually tuning in to the stress that's inside us, maybe a little bit with more focus than we're used to. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean the tapping's not working. It just means it's like clearing the energy so you're actually feeling what you're feeling, okay? Mm-hmm. So if that's happening for you right now and you want to, there are lots of tapping like the, the app that I suggested, but there's also lots of free tapping on YouTube to help you calm down or just go for a walk, right? Or relax or do anything you did. But if your number went up, just know you didn't do anything wrong. That just means we're getting on the pulse of what you're really feeling. Mm, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So great. Melanie, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. This has been amazing. Thank you for having me. And if someone does want, try to want to try to get on your somewhat busy schedule, yeah. <laughs> where would they find you? I am just melaniefay.com. It's M-E-L-A-N-I-E. Faye spelled F-A-Y.com. Yes. 
Awesome. Yeah. I try to keep you busy with all the people I know, but yeah. I know every once in a while, someone else might sneak in. So thank you, Molly. anyway, thank you so much, Melanie. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. You can check out www.thecoachingcollective.com for info about the ultimate program for coaches building a business. To find out more about Molly, you can visit www.mollyclaire.com. Thank you.